1: Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Thank you very much for joining us again today. And I have, a, I guess, an exciting announcement now. Granted, it not, might just be exciting for just Julie and myself, but that's okay. We're allowed to be excited in front of you, aren't we? So, Julie, um, it'll be probably at the end of this week that we'll crest uh, for the first, first month a million listens. It's
0: amazing. So
1: it is amazing. It is truly amazing. And um, now... Do I think we have a million people listening once? No, I do not. I think we have. I think we all obviously have hundreds of thousands of people that listen uh, lots and lots and listen to past shows. Which, by the way, guys, uh, a lot of you don't realize that all of our past radio shows are available anytime you want to listen to them. Just go to realestatecoachingradio.com. Realestatecoachingradio.com. And I believe there are over 200 past radio shows. Now, not all of them are Julie and I uh, presenting. A lot of them are interviews. A lot of them are, you know, hybrids between the two. So definitely go back and listen to those. Um, So really, anything that you would ever want to know how to build your real estate business probably has been talked about exhaustively in a past radio show. So go back and listen. Now, we have... um, Another, uh, I know, Julie. You have some shout-outs you'd like to do, mm-hmm. but I also want to thank all of you who've been emailing us lately. Even those of you who've been emailing us some criticisms. And one of the criticisms criticisms that I heard three or four times. And Julie, this one is directed towards you. Really? Yeah. You Lay it on me. Okay. They. A few people said you swear too much. Oh,
0: I swear too much. Uh huh. <laughs> coming from the potty mouth himself. They
1: said. They said <laughs> that they thought your incessant swearing. Uh-huh was low class,
0: really? and, and
1: other people said it was in the conflict with our uh, being Christians. And I think, Julie, considering that you know we had three or four people say the same thing, that you need to stop your swearing.
0: I think in psychology this is called transference, but I'll have <laughs> to look that up. <laughs>
1: Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, here's the new rule, listeners. If I use any swear words on the radio show, uh, whoever emails me the first at Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com when you hear me use a swear word. And this is only on new radio shows going forward. It's not the past ones. So for those of you who think you're going to pay off your mortgage early with my little new deal, you guys are going to hold me accountable to not using swear words. Okay. So from here forward, anyone, uh, the first person to email me at Tim at tim and Julie dot com, uh, I'll I'll pay them 20 bucks. So you guys, (laughs) I'm putting in accountability for myself. So, uh, you know, what what are swear words? Uh, How about this? Anything that even remotely sounds like a swear word. How about that? I like that.
0: And we have a nice... Uh, spin-off byproduct of that, which is cleaning up the potty mouth for the sake of our two-year-old, who is absorbing words like a sponge.
1: Yes, she is. <laughs> Fortunately, she hasn't absorbed any swear words no. yet. So,
0: we're pretty all right.
1: good. That's right. So um, let's see. Shout-outs. Okay. Oh, well, almost. Mm-hmm. The next thing is, and Mr. Show Producer, I know you're listening, uh, we are going to, um, as we threaten to do on several occasions, we're going to improve the audio quality of our radio show. We actually have all the technology to do it, We actually have all of our – Julie has her own studio. I have my own studio. The producer has his own studio. But the reality of it is we're just not using the equipment because we've gotten complacent in using our own stuff, which I know makes me a big hypocrite because we obviously need to improve the quality of everything we do. You know, we can't harp at you guys to basically upgrade everything and not allow yourself to be lulled in complacency if we're doing it ourselves. So I'm hoping to have – our new radio shows with the using the higher-end audio equipment working uh, this week. So, Mr. Show Producer, that's kind of on you to help us make sure that we get that done correctly. All right, and Ms. Julie, um, we have a um, – you have a couple shout-outs, but I'm looking let, – let's announce what the show title is first, okay? Yes. Now, this show title – or actually this concept for this uh, radio show for Today and Tomorrow – came from an email, actually probably more than one email, probably more like, a, I don't know, over the past few months, probably like 100 emails. A lot of people uh, have the question, how do I go from being, uh, how do I go to a full-time agent? I have a part-time job or maybe I have a full-time job and I'm, I want to figure out a way that I can essentially nicely, safely uh, bridge out of what I'm doing into being a full-time agent. Or others of you just got your real estate licenses. And I'm glad to see that there's so many people that are embracing this incredible industry called real estate and getting into real estate, and some of you are coming from other careers. or You know, there's a whole multitude of different, folks, uh, different breeds of folks that are coming into the industry. But the, I think the big prevailing question is, how do I quit my job and, go in, uh, and become a full-time agent? So we're going to be talking about that on the radio show today, uh, today. But before we do, Julie, I know you have some shout-outs for some coaching clients. Yes,
0: just a couple of quick ones. A special shout-out to Mr. Ivan Blanco. And he has his shout-out because four days into the program, uh, he has three listing appointments. Not a bad little system, he says. Let's see how to lock them down. He's been studying the listing presentation, the Sharpie clothes in particular, with his coach, David Huffman. So nice job to David, and nice job, Ivan. Go get those listings. Excellent, excellent work there. Keep it up. This is just the beginning. So if anyone has any referrals to Miami, Florida, Ivan's your guy. Next one is uh, taking quick action, Jason Kidd. And Jason, I have to look up where Jason is here. Uh, let's see, in New Albany, Indiana. And Jason took action quickly after listening to the interview you did with Bomb. And his coach, Eric Reed challenged him for his coaching homework to fi- find five new ways to use Bomb. And one of the things that he was doing as he's practicing how to do this is he's communicating with his coach that way and reaching out to past clients and doing the things that we talked about on the radio interview. So nice job taking action quickly on that bomb-bomb, the uh, email video system that you talked about a couple of shows ago.
1: Actually, one show ago. That was um, the interview we did uh, just, I think, one or two shows ago. So definitely go back and listen to that. Actually, Julie, we did that together.
0: Yes, I was remembering that. Yeah, so BombBomb is a great tool for you guys to use, and I especially like to give shout-outs to students who do not mess around thinking about getting ready to get started to someday possibly dabble with something. And just implement. So nice job, Jason Kid. Back to you, Tim.
1: And remember, guys, go. Um, usually, when we do these industry in- interview types, like the guy from BombBomb, Bomb, we get them to give you guys a special uh, arrangement, and uh, in-, in terms of pricing or in terms of free access to their service for 30 days or whatever, and that was included with the last show. Uh, so go and listen to go read the radio description of the last show. It's actually on Inman as well as on uh, Real Estate Coaching Radio. And then there's a link in the description that you click that. And I'm pretty sure it's either 15 or 30 days that are for free. But check it out. I do think Bomb Bomb is uh, it's not like the greatest thing since sliced bread. It isn't. But what it is basically is it's a better butter knife (laughs) or it's a better knife to slice your bread. That's what I like about it. It makes things a little bit more personal. It makes things a little bit more real feeling. Uh, That's the power of video. And if you use that, just if you don't overthink it, that's the main thing. You just kind of got to use it as a natural way. Just as as you send an SMS or as you send an email, just start supplementing that or replacing those forms of communication uh, uh, with a, a video. So maybe opposed to texting a Emoji and a you know a bunch of uh, you know whatever to <laughs> then send a, a a bomb bomb video you 'll find that you get a lot better results and we hear that continuously um, from all of our students that are using bomb bomb they 'll figure out crafty ways to do it. I had an email after the show, Julie, where one of our uh, coaching students who has a big team we have a lot of teams that we coach, and they were talking about the fact that they use bomb bomb as part of their uh, system. That they've mm. integrated into their CRM. So mm-hmm. for their like, uh, normally when you have uh, say a, tr- a transactions coordinator person and they're going down their checklist, and every single day their calendar tells them what has to happen. Well, they integrated a bunch of videos from like them. So the mm. the transaction coordinator would get a, a, a reminder saying, okay, today is the day you call the, you know, the seller and remind them that the termite inspection is happening or whatever. Well, what he did instead, or in addition to reminding the assistant, is he created a little bomb-bomb video that she then sends directly to the seller. So it's not just some impersonal mm-hmm. email from an assistant. It's a personalized video from him uh, to his seller. Huge difference because yes. the seller feels like you're more uh, attached to the transaction. Mm-hmm. And also, here's just one more idea. I can, I can feel you're bubbling with something you want to <laughs> share about this. Um, I had another coaching client uh, that's working with one of our coaches said that they did the same thing for price reductions because they hated doing price reductions, so they used all of our scripts, they did a whole bunch of uh, uh, bomb-bomb price reduction videos, and then they set it up, to, uh, for themselves to remind, uh, like, they don't have an assistant, so this person in particular set it up in their own schedule to remind them to send video one, video two, <laughs> video three, video four. And so it became like an automated system. And then automatically, the seller's reactions to the price reduction request went through the roof because they were asking the right questions in the right order, i.e. using the scripts, and because it, that, to the seller, at least, it felt like a higher level, more personal service. So these are just great ideas. Very interesting. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean it's I think personally it's like I said it's not it's not a new loaf of bread. It's it's not a new knife. It's just basically making things a little bit uh smoother, a little bit more professional overall.
0: Yeah, I love the application, you know, management through the team, making it look like the rainmaker is personally reaching out and also not filtering the message. A lot of you guys are hesitant to use scripts, not because you don't like the script or because you don't think it works but because you live in fear of what the other side of the phone is going to say to you, getting you off the script. So BombBomb Bomb is kind of like, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's really good for conflict avoiders, but really... It's kind of good for conflict avoiders to take action where they weren't before and they were hiding out a little bit. I think it's a great confidence builder, actually, to have to be on camera and have to be very polished with your message. So lots of great benefits to that.
1: Well, you know, Julie, that's a really good point, because naturally you think, well, an extrovert's going to be all over uh, bomb bomb the video thing, which of Mm -hmm. course they are, because, you know, obviously... Well, they love to be on camera. Right. But (laughs) you're right, though. This is a powerful thing for an introvert, someone who doesn't like... To necessarily be in situations where they're going to have to uh, have a potentially confrontational situation, mm-hmm. i.e., a price reduction call or something like that. So pre-recording a bunch of videos yeah. where you know what you're saying is the best thing that you could possibly say. That removes that nervousness. <laughs> That's awesome. If you got a cranky seller, you got to ask for a price reduction. Don't you think it's a hell of a lot cooler just to hit, hit click and send a video than it is actually have to call <laughs> and maybe be browbeaten on, you know, for a price reduction. So. Julie, the Mm -hmm. topic of today's show was from a bunch of uh, folks emailing asking us how they transitioned from their full-time or part-time jobs into full-time real estate. And so you took a lot of time yesterday, and I really appreciate it, coming up with a very detailed, drilled-down, specific outline. For future show ideas, guys, always email Julie or myself directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. We take your suggestions seriously we do have, as the nation's largest real estate coaching organization, we have typically about four to 5,000 new agents join one of our coaching programs every year. There's only a million agents in the country, so we obviously have tens of thousands of current and past coaching clients. We take your suggestions very seriously. Um, our coaching program is designed for folks at all different levels of production and all different levels of, you know, some of you guys are just getting in the business, some of you guys are top producers, we have coaches that are specifically uh, chosen. We hired them, we brought them on because of the fact that they themselves, like Julie and I, were true top producers, or maybe in some cases they were, um, you know, they're spectacular with working with agents that are trying to get their production up. So now, no matter where you are in your learning, education, motivation needs, chances are we're a good fit for you. So, Julie, why don't you just jump right in?
0: Okay, perfect. So, I want everybody to take these points very seriously because there's a lot of commotion and pollution from different sources, office managers, agents that have come before you, brokers, best friends, your parents, you know, lots of different uh, sources that can convolute your thinking. This is coming from us running this radio show, reaching out to you, trying to save you time, frustration, money, effort, uh, and stress. So take these points seriously, especially to all of those of you who are out there trying to transition from part-time to full-time. And also, Tim, I wanted to mention some of the full-time agents that maybe are not realizing they're operating like part-time, these points are for those guys, too, to really take it to the next level. So let's jump in. Point number one is probably the most important point. Set very specific goals from the beginning. Are you in real estate to enhance your existing job? That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Or are you in real estate to replace your existing job? Well, let's think about that. How much income would that actually require? Just saying the word more or better isn't enough. We've got to really define it. By when will you have it? Have, that, I'm sorry, have you figured out in your net commission after splits, fees, expenses, and taxes? Well, this is a very Napoleon Hill type of a question, right? So how much money is the goal, and by when will you have it? That's built right into Napoleon Hill affirmations, and that works for a reason. So don't just jump in and say, well, it would be really nice to make enough to replace my job. Well, let's put a dollar figure and a date on it. So I've translated some of these points into do's and don'ts so that they can actually implement this quickly. So do take the time to figure this out. Failing to do so will result in you never reaching your goal because you won't know what you're specifically striving for. Do place minimum two-year deadlines. I mean, maybe that's a maximum deadline, but it depends on what the goal is. So you've got to have a minimum of a two-year deadline on your income goals. If you have not reached that goal or at least made major strides, you should stick to your day job. You won't be checked out of the workplace and lose your skills, you won't have ended up wasting a decade dabbling in real estate. You will have the benefit of time constraints and pressure by doing this to yourself. That's the reality in real estate anyway, time constraints and pressure. So you might as well get used to it now and make some money while you're working that. Does that all make sense, Tim?
1: It does. And let's drill down on that just so it's really, really clear. You guys who have full-time jobs, um, you know as well as I do, if you're out of the workforce for even six months, let alone a, a year, Uh, you will be seen as obsolete. So if for some reason real estate doesn't work out and you have to go back to um, looking for a job, you're probably not going to be as marketable as you were before. So we're just keeping things practical. That's our focus, just to be practical, right? So, yeah, you're going to find in some cases you don't like real estate. You don't like um, the nature of how the industry works. Maybe you don't like uh, the idea that you are solely 100% responsible for your own income. Not everybody does. A lot of people would rather make less money and have a steady paycheck, or at least the perception of a steady paycheck, even if it means they have to they have to basically be an employee. A lot of people prefer that lifestyle. And I have to tell you, being an entrepreneur, uh, Julie and I have owned many businesses together. We still do. I'll tell you that thing that no one ever tells you <laughs> about being a business owner is that you have nonstop, omnipresent, antivirus software running in your head. In other words, you don't stop thinking about your business. It it becomes a lifestyle. Y- you don't have weekends and evenings. You're thinking about your business. Those of you who have been in real estate for a long time, you know what I'm talking about. It doesn't go away. It literally becomes part of your DNA. So, you guys who are listening right now, you're thinking, well, you know, real estate would be the greatest thing since, you know, ever and I could quit my job, and I could tell my boss to go shove it and all these other things. See how I said shove it opposed to the normal (laughs) swear word I would have normally used? (laughs) I'm editing myself. All right, so for those of you guys who think that's the big attraction of getting into real estate, you're going to find that you probably are not going to like the reality of having to literally think about, if not physically work, in your real estate practice 24 hours a day on the evenings and and on the weekends. I have had personally, I don't even know how many uh, agents, people with real estate licenses Who've called, who've requested a free coaching call? this is over the past you know forever that we've been in coaching uh in the coaching business, right, and they've asked me, Tim, I've got this great job. i you know make you know a hundred hundred and fifty thousand, or depending on where they live, they might only make eighty thousand, and they say, I want to quit my job and get into real estate, and I tell them well i I ask and Julie gets to the more finer points in a second, but I ask them why. You know, what is it that they're hoping to accomplish? Well, I want to make money. Then I remind them of the fact that they are making money, that maybe what they need to do is uh, essentially refocus at their job. Then I give them the reality that nobody gives you when you're thinking about getting into real estate or, by the way, even starting your own business. The reality of it is it is a a 24-hour-a-day job. You do have the antivirus software that's running in your head constantly. You don't really ever take a day off or have a vacation. It's always there. You know what? There's a lot of a lot of aspects of that that really suck. You know, it just does. Because when you own your own business, suck is not a bad word by the way, so stop <laughs> emailing me when you own your own it's business. When you own your own business, you really are carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. You have to take this into consideration. So, very you know, true. The idea with that first point was is that you don't give yourself 10 years to uh screw around in real estate, screw around. Not a swear word that you are uh, not going to allow yourself the luxury of uh, sort of, you know, venturing into this and, you know, playing realtor for 10 years. That's a mistake that a lot of people make. What we suggest you do is that you, if you're, okay, you've decided that you're going to enter into it, and Julie's going to give you some specific financial parameters as far as savings, as far as what to expect, as far as your first year and expense. We're going to get really drilled down on all of that. But here's the real bottom line, and you have to write this down. You have to be real about it. You're not going to give yourself any more than six months. You know, Julie said two years. That's on the outside. But realistically, no more than six months to make X thousands of dollars. And X thousands of dollars has to at least replace the net income you are making for your family uh, to start with. The challenge a lot of you guys have is that you get emotionally wrapped up in the romance of being your own boss, you don't take into consideration the amount of time that's necessary. And the other thing is is that you don't realize the sacrifice it's going to mean not just for yourself but for your family. Again, going back to all the zillions of calls I've had with a lot of you guys are asking if you should transition to, into real estate full time. And I always ask, do you have kids? Are you, you know, who are you supporting financially? Do you have any other sources of income? In some cases, you know, you guys have Children, and you have a spouse that doesn't work, or maybe you have a grandparent or a parent that you're taking care of, and you have all these other financial needs, but you've always wanted to be your own boss. You've always wanted to start your own business, and real estate just seems like the perfect fit, and maybe it is. I don't know, right? Everyone's different. But when you have all those other mouths that you have to feed, you no longer have the luxury of being able to essentially deep dive into your personal indulgences. When you have a family, when you have people that are relying on you, you don't you're not allowed to take uh essentially liberties with their well-beings you know you're not you shouldn't be thinking like that because ultimately it's destructive you might uh quit your job and you might be able to uh through trials and tribulations become successful full-time in real estate but at what cost so you got to really and again i sound like i'm talking <laughs> to guys out of real estate and maybe keeping case, it real well yeah seriously we're keeping it real everyone has a realistic Um, You know, everyone should have a realistic expectation of what they're going to create, but really give yourself a time limit. You're going to give yourself six months. Well, Tim, everyone said, and I don't want to jump on any of Julie's points, everyone said that it's going to take, you know, 10 years to accomplish or 12 months before I can make any kind of money. Well, you're not going to have that kind of leeway. You're going to have, you know, you're going to have six months, and you have to replace the income that you would have otherwise made at your job.
0: Well, so here's the thing, Tim, what what I think a lot of people don't realize who are getting into real estate because they're maybe not in love with their existing job or the income or it's too stressful or, you know, time constraints, all that kind of stuff. Well, realize that by quitting your job and planning on just figuring it out, that's stressful too and it's not a business plan. Remember the old adage, those who fail to plan have planned to fail. So if you're trying to bail on your existing job because it stresses you out, Think about how stressed you are going to be when you go immediately to only commission pay. And, yeah, there's maybe a micro percent of people that that highly motivates them, and that's what it need that they need. They need to feel completely and utterly desperate and stressed out to get cracking. And I know that there's other organizations that will coach, you know, just bail on your old job, you'll figure it out, you'll be motivated. Yeah, I mean, brokers yeah. do that, don't they? Yeah, they quit, do. Quit
1: your job. Go, you know, double down on real estate. They don't ask you about all the other little things that are going on in your life. We have literally, guys, if you want us to get to the punchline, we have literally hundreds of coaching clients that have jobs and are very successful at real, uh, selling real estate. You don't have to be a full-time agent to be successful in real estate. In many cases, your full-time job will make you successful at real estate because when you're doing real estate, you won't waste time.
0: That's right. And when it's you, very counterintuitive, isn't it, it? It
1: is. And when you're doing real estate, and let's be honest, you do have the time. And when you're doing real estate, your job can be a great source of business for you for your real estate practice.
0: There's that. There's that. <laughs> okay. So last part of uh, point number one, fact, and I got this from some of the audio books that you've been reading, people who are able to retire early because they've saved so much, are able to do so because they had specific, time-dependent, exact financial goals. They did not give themselves a lifetime to complete those goals. So that's all wrapped up into a very big point number one, which is start with the end in mind, set extremely specific goals that are time-dependent just from the beginning. All right, so point number two, have a minimum of six months of reserves set aside. That's right, I said six months, not just 30 days, 30 days is is just barely scratching the surface. You've got to have six months of reserves. This means you've got six months' worth of cash set aside to pay for your personal overhead. That does not include credit cards or your 401K. That's not a plan.
1: Now, if you have a supporting wife, uh, a partner, spouse, what have you, husband, then you can, you know, basically maybe negotiate a deal with them where they're going to pick up your financial slack while you tool up your real estate practice. For
0: a specific amount of time, not right. for a, the rest of your life.
1: For a specific amount of time. So, again, your personal situation may vary based, you know, so yeah, do sure. take all these things into consideration. It's not a one-size-fits-all that we're presenting to you guys. actually.
0: So do, remember we're doing some do's and don'ts so they can get cracking on this, do wait until you have these reserves built up before you quit your job. You may be the most motivated agent ever licensed. but unexpected things can happen you need to be ready in the event of a recession unexpected medical bills financial mistakes that you might make you know owing more taxes than you thought all this stuff is reality so six months of reserve should be your minimum in savings whether you're in real estate the whether you're in the real estate business or not just in life you've got to have at least six months of reserves don't figure that you will just live on credit cards until your career pans out. That's an excellent way to get into even more debt, and if you operate that way, you will have to earn your way back to zero before you can get ahead. And I mean, we know lots of people that have gone through that. Now, if we rewind back into the recession, sometimes that was the only thing you could do to get by, and you guys survived it, and you did a good job. But as a business plan, especially if you're trying to transition part-time to full-time, living on your credit cards until your career takes off... That's not a plan. That's digging in deeper and making your life harder. Would you agree with that, Tim? It's kind of a severe point, but we're well, in it to help them make money.
1: Well, so <laughs> – keep but, it. But, Julie, I think we need to give them the full disclosure on that last point you just gave them. Yeah. I mean, our, well, so. How
0: is it that we know this? How do we
1: know, we, how do we know this? Okay, I'll tell <laughs> you. Yes. So, Julie and I, true story, is you guys have listened to us for a long time. You know, we've actually gasped – I can't believe I'm about to say it – sold real estate. And we're real estate coaches. I only point that out because for the life of me, I cannot understand how you guys think it's okay to hire a real estate coach who's never sold real estate, but that's aside the point. Oh, it sounds kind of nasty what I just said, but just don't think about it. So our first year in business when we were more or less right out of college – we sold over 100 homes. It was like 103 homes. And this was in Columbus, Ohio. A lot of you guys remember us from all the publicity. We wrote a book. We did a national speaking tour. This was back in the 90s. And, uh, you know, I have the thought that maybe some of the people listening were just being born when we did this. I know. Oh, that's okay. Um, uh, uh, take, a, take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, when our, when we first got in the real estate business, what we did to learn is Julie and I uh, leased a car. We we did have another business that we owned together prior to getting into real estate, and we did buy our first house when we were still in college, but we did have another business, and what we did is we leased a car, and then we drove around the country, and we shadowed, I don't even remember how many top producing agents. So we literally went to them. Uh, this was before coaching. This was before there was really any formalized training. There was nothing. You essentially... You know, you sat at your desk in your brokerage, and they gave you uh, a white page, and they said, hit it. Now, some of you guys are still having a similar experience, but we figured, well, what the heck. If we're going to be successful at this, if we're going to do this, why don't we just go to the top and uh, pay those folks, let us shadow them for a day, and that's what we did. So we drove around the country. Now, we didn't have any money, and so we (gasps) – Put it on a credit card. Mm-hmm. And I remember exactly. We went $26,000 in credit card yeah. debt. Now, this was over 20 years ago. A lot. That was a lot. Even then, it was even more then, if you guys did mm-hmm. consider what 20, you know. It's a lot now, a lot then, A lot more then. Well, so we did that. We learned how to, you know, essentially build a real estate practice. We learned the do's and the don'ts from the best in the industry. A lot of those folks are still our great friends. Um and then what we did is the next year we basically <laughs> spent the year paying the debt off. And I remember when Julie and I became Howard Brenton Stars in uh, 1998, I believe, 97, 98, I don't remember. And Howard asked us what our motivation was. And you guys who have been in the industry for a long time might remember this uh, interview that we did with Howard. It was a huge honor. Um, still is, to be honest with you, all these years, you know, decades later. But the question was, is what motivates you guys? Why are you guys? You know, you guys are. You know, no one's ever sold over a hundred houses their first year. What? And it was real easy. We had to pay off our debt. The answer was getting back to zero. That's what we said. We wanted to get back to zero, get out of debt, so we could start investing and saving because it was our original goal to basically be millionaires by the time we were thirty. Which, by the way, we accomplished that goal. So, I know some of you, and it's a very small minority of you, will be motivated in a similar way. Not everybody is. Sometimes when you uh, get a lot of debt, that debt just basically becomes the noose that hangs around your neck for the rest of your lives. But, you know, some of you will be motivated if you have some stuff to pay off. Some of you already have debt to pay off. So be honest with yourself about where you are financially. The easiest way for you to have a real, you know, reality checkup is to request a free coaching call at FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. And remember when you do, we give you copies, two copies of uh, two of our books, Think and Grow Rich for real estate. It's the updated real estate version of the great book by Napoleon Hill. And the other one is Real Estate Treasure Map, which is our business plan. So definitely get both of those books when you you get them free when you request a free coaching call. Freecoachingcallfreeagents.com. Julie, I didn't realize that a half hour is basically passed. I know
0: <laughs> stuff we get excited about. Time flies. Are we really only on point two? Yes, we are. Tomorrow we'll do three.
1: Oh, my gosh. See
0: how far we can get.
1: Well, see, that's important
0: they... stuff. There's a lot to this. You, just, you know, I know that the easy button is, oh, I'm just going to quit my job and everything will work out. Well, I mean, come on. How many people do you know that tried it that way? And this is from years of experience of coaching, too. i talking to a lot of people who come to us when it's almost too late. And coaches who are listening to this, you guys I know are identifying clients that are in that position where it's a race against the clock to get them into action so that they don't become a real estate statistic. That's why we're taking this much time on this.
1: Yeah, and guys, if you choose, after we've done our best job of scaring you, which is kind of our hidden motivation here, because we don't want any of you to experience unnecessary hardship. We realize that this industry won't tell you what we're telling you on this radio show. Our focus is always to educate you, motivate you, get you into action, but we want to make sure you get into the right actions. Our goal ultimately is to get you guys to want to be full-time real estate agents, but we're going to give you a full view of what's behind the curtain. You're going to know everything that you need to know so you really do have a clear vision into what your future is going to be like because, guys, it's hard. It is hard. It, the Real estate is a tough business, especially when you get started. Is it worth the trials and tribulations? Well, we certainly believe that it is. Is there a better, quote-unquote, business opportunity out there? I honestly, I look, I study the stuff, I read blogs, I re, uh, all kinds of information. I'm just an inf- information consumer when it comes to entrepreneurs and mindset and businesses and all the rest of it. I don't, I can't even fathom a business that's better than the one that all of us are in, in the real estate industry, because you have so many advantages going for you, especially right now with the demographics and the interest rates. Even if they go up slightly, who really cares? The nature of the market the nature of everything right now is so much in favor of a long run of continued real estate success there'll be a recession probably next year or the year after i'm predicting it won't be a significant one it'll last six months maybe a year most of the country won't be affected it's the nature of the economy nowadays that we have these little setbacks every seven eight nine ten years who cares it's okay we'll get through it don't worry about it you are in the right place at the right time Now it's important that you take the right actions. If there's anything we can be doing for you, request a free coaching call at freecoachingcalls.com. In the meantime, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow.
0: This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows